monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan. Some nerds and their website present this woman and her Hello and welcome to another edition of Bride of the Creature podcast. I am the creature Joey G and joining me as always is the cutest little podcaster in town, the bride Nicole. Hello. Didn't fuck up the opening that time, did I? Nope. Nope. Good job, Joey. Professionalism is my middle name. <laughs> Good job. I'm proud of you. Forgot Joseph it up. Professionalism. Sorry, Carla, Mom. Carl Grizzly. She told me that she doesn't like it when I swear. No Sorry, one knows Carla who that Mom. is. Carla Mom is my mother. Oh, yeah. She's my mother-in-law. Yeah. I told my parents not to listen. All right. That's fine. <laughs> it's good of you to tell everyone else that and waste everyone's time. Sorry. This is all too mad. This is too inside baseball. This is inside Brad of the Creature. All right. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, so... This was your pick this week. Yes, it was. We went and saw... Do you want... I wasn't... Oh, what? I was going to say, do you want to introduce it, but I guess you were already doing that. I was already into it. So, we went and saw Mama on Friday night. Who made Mama? You don't know, do you? Guillermo del Toro produced it. I don't know who made it, though. Yeah, it's not Guillermo. Why can't you pronounce Guillermo? Guillermo. Guillermo. Fuck it. Anyway, it was by Andres Muschetti. Or Muschetti. I don't know how you How? What? See? Andres Muschetti. Andres Muschetti. He's a... Mustachio. Did you just say mustachio? Yes. Why? That's what it sounded like to me. That's I'm what pretty I sure this guy is Spanish, not Italian. But the way you said it sounded the other way. Hey, well, Muschetti does sound very Italian, but I'm pretty sure he's Spanish. Alright. Anyway, it's also the guy who uh, wrote and directed the original short film that this is based on, which we will include in the uh, link to in the show notes. Wait, he directed the original? The short, yeah. That's where Guillermo del Toro discovered him. And he directed the movie. Oh. Why is that surprising? Because the short film was different. Okay. Better. It meant better. (laughs) Well, before we get into uh, whether or not we liked it as much as the short, which you already did, so thanks for ruining the element of surprise, let's have a listen. let's, Let's bend an ear, if you will, to the trailer for Mama. conditions. Their parents gone. Alone in the wilderness for at least five years. Hey, Victoria. How they survived is unexplainable. I'm your daddy's brother. Remember Uncle Luke? With a loving family environment. Victoria and Lily have a real chance at a normal life. You sure about this? Nope. Hey, girls. Mama. I'm Annabelle. You can call me that. Or whatever you'd like. There's no way these girls are ready for this. And there is no way that I am ready for this. How have they been affected? They talk to the walls. And what do they say? Mama. It'll get better. Promise. Like that? 
bent out of shape, condemned to repeat itself time and time again. Where is she now? Mama. Mama. Uh, do you want me to do the synopsis since we've learned that you just are not good at it? Well, we said that the rule was we were going to do each other's synopsis. Yeah, it synopsis. was the rule, but you sucked so bad at both times. That... I'm going to do it next week. But you do it this week, yes. <laughs> That's what I thought. Okay. Okay, so Mama tells the story. But keep it short. Annabelle and Lucas are... I'll just read the IMDb synopsis then. Annabelle and Lucas are faced with the challenge of raising his young nieces who were left alone in the forest for five years. But how alone were they? Dun, Not dun, very! Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so Annabelle is played by Jessica Chastain and she is magnificent in this movie. I love her. I really like Jessica She's Chastain. She's so really good. Like, I even She's thought really she was good in Tree of Life, which I thought was a horrible movie. I don't know what that is. She was also good in Lawless, which was a mediocre movie. I didn't see that either. She was good in The Debt, which was a good movie. <gasps> Loved The Debt. I know she's also in Take Shelter, but I haven't watched it yet. And Zero Dark Thirty, I hear she's amazing in. And I think she's nominated for an Oscar this year for Zero Dark Thirty. I don't know any new movies. I don't watch TV. That's because you just watch The Girls Next Door and The Osbournes on a loop. And Veronica Mars, And Veronica fair. Mars. At least that has a writer. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, and so Jessica Chastain played Annabelle. Um, Lucas uh, was Nicolaj Coaster Waldo. And there's no need to talk about him because he has no bearing whatsoever on the film. Uh, he's completely unnecessary. He's kind of cute. Yeah, he's necessary because he propels the plot forward. But he, as a character, the movie's not about him, so I appreciated the they fact... They could have done without him. They could have actually you like like gone forward with the story without him. They could have gone no, around that. No, but I actually liked this because... The one thing that works really well about this movie is that the is at the start Annabelle has no interest in children. She doesn't want like to be a mother. Too. She's not maternal in any way. She doesn't like kids, and she has this situation thrust on her because she loves her boyfriend and it's his nieces. So that she kind of gives up the things she likes in her life to help take care of these kids, even though she's not crazy about kids. And that part of the film I think works really well. And the fact that they I agree. and yeah. the fact that they never give in to the. Like the Hollywood trope of she's going to learn to be a mother and love children and become a mother. She never does that. She kind of does it in her own way a little bit. Well, she at best she's like a big sister. Like I think. care, but she at least starts caring oh, yeah. more about she cares the kids about them, but and she not just get her maternal. boyfriend. What? Like, but she never becomes like a maternal character. She's still Annabelle, and she, but well, she's and a the, caregiver of sorts. Yes, but again, there's nothing motherly or sweet really about her, right? No. No, she never stops being Annabelle. She's cares about the kids, and especially the bond she forms with uh, Victoria, played by Megan uh, But she, do, she does have growth. Yes, I didn't say she didn't. I just said that she didn't become the mother at the end of the movie. No. And the, one of the parts I liked the best was when um, when she's first meeting the girls and the one and Lily says Mama because we're obviously we are supposed to assume that Mama has followed them into this new house. And she immediately says, no, don't you call me that. I am not your mother. I like that. Yeah. So that she was really, really good in this movie. And the first two-thirds of the movie are pretty damn good, for the most part. 
There are some major flaws with this movie. I think that's fair to say. I had a lot of fun watching it at the time. I liked freaking myself out at the, the yeah, scary pop-up parts. You, were sca- you made yourself scarier than the movie did. Yeah, I like doing that while I watch the movie. I like to get really into it. Um, but it, it, it has had no bearing on me after the fact. It, it, I haven't even really thought about it since we watched it. Well, I know I liked it better than you did. Yes. But, and I and I've thought a lot about it because I was trying to figure out exactly what it was about this movie that holds it back. Because I think it's a pretty good movie that could have and should have been a great movie. Yeah, I think they could have gone a lot deeper with it. Honestly, I disagree. I think they shouldn't have gone as deep as they did. I think they could have gone deeper. See, cause, so here's the thing that did really well. I think, technically speaking, this movie is um, awesome. It looks fantastic. The, the camera work is really superb. The director does a great job of all that. The acting is really good. Mm-hmm. All the scenes are staged really well. The, the prom- kids are awesome. The kids are great. Yeah, we didn't really say much about uh, Victoria and Lily, but especially Lily with this like really feral child thing going on. And they, they didn't cross the line into that being a cliched, nope. creepy child, although it was genuinely creepy. At the very creepy. beginning, yeah. And then Victoria, the character, her growth is extremely touching, and she's a yeah. really nice character. Yeah. So technically speaking, I think this is a really sound movie. Uh, I think that the visuals are all really, really well done. I know we disagree on one of them, which is... How Mama looked. Mama looked great. She looked so bad. <laughs> you know, in I Am Legend... Don't compare this to I Am Legend. The, the vampires in I Am Legend, how they looked shitty. They like Voldemort. Yeah. She looked worse than that. See, that's just you trying to find like a cute, funny soundbite that you think people will think you sound smart. Well, you don't. Okay, if they saw they the don't. movie, they'd be like, "Oh, Nicole, we agree with you." I will. I will give you this: the, the last twenty minutes, there's far too many like sustained long takes on Mama. Maybe that's what it was. It's yeah, when they spend way too much time being right close up on her. Yeah, I agree. She looks a little, a little bit funny. A little cartoony, almost. A little cartoony. Yeah, it didn't bother me as much as it bothered you. Because you told me that. It's a guy in a suit the yeah, whole time. Yeah, there's no CGI except for the hair. I believe, but the face does look CGI. Like, to me, it really did look cgi It's weird how much it looks cgi See, but that's then. a problem then with modern filmmaking, that you're trained to expect things that you don't think look good or shitty CGI, because they always do. This was a prosthetic that you didn't like that much. I, I honestly don't think it was yeah. bad, but I agree that it wasn't as good I'm as shocked. it probably could have been. I'm and shocked. it looked really good in the quick stuff, though. When it wasn't the long, yeah, sustained takes, it looked really good. I agree. Though Those were suspenseful moments, and she did kind of freak me out then. Mm-hmm. And the sounds she made were creepy. Yeah. That was cool. I think that the major problems with this movie come in with the writing. There's two yeah. characters in particular. One that shouldn't be in the movie at all because they add nothing and actively detract. And one whose character makes no sense and exists only to propel the plot forward. It's kind of a messy script. A little. I'm, there's, the, there's a character of the girl's aunt, who... You just knocked over all my comic books. I'm sorry. What is wrong with you? I didn't mean to. Um, there's a character of the little girl's aunt, uh, who is just awful, and I don't know what she's there for. She really, she adds nothing, and the things that her character says and does make no sense, and are in fact hilarious if you think about it. She wants to get custody of the girls, remember? Yeah. So she decides to call child services and say that she thinks her nieces are being abused. And she needed proof, which never happens in real yeah, life. Yeah, they say, well, what kind of proof would if I need? If you call child services, they take it from them. Yeah, they'll go and do an event and say, well, what kind of proof? She said, what kind of proof would I need? And then 45 minutes later, she breaks into the house at night to take photos. And then my head, I'm thinking, well, that's clearly retarded. Like, even if she did find evidence of abuse, 
the judge would be like, these look like they were taking them in the dark. Where, how'd you get these? Did you break into this house? Guards. Like, <laughs> she was awful. It, every time she opened her mouth, it was there. And she was not in it much, but enough that I was just like, this is stupid. She kind of did nothing. Nothing. Except for, they, I think they put her in to have a death scene. Of some kind. Yeah, she's cannon fodder. They could have done with but a telegram sent to the door. They didn't need that though. No. They didn't need because then like there's this bit spoiler spoiler of Mama like kind of wearing her as a suit for like two seconds and then it's over and we never see it again. Which Mama doesn't need a suit because you can yeah. see. Yeah. Why her does anyway. she need it? It doesn't make any sense. The other character that bothered me is the psychiatrist. He didn't bother me. The psychiatrist made no sense. The psychiatrist was only there. He provided the background for the for Mama. That's what, I, that's what I mean. That's the only reason that character existed. So that somebody yeah. would go research Mama. Yeah, that was fine. No, it wasn't fine. Think about it for a second. He's in the interviews with these kids, right? Mm-hmm. So he says, who's Mama? And she says, oh, Mama was there with us. And he goes, comes up with the theory that, oh, yes, Mama is a character she created. So then the little girl tells a story about the backstory of this Mama character. Now, rather than being a psychiatrist who would just be like, wow, this girl's created this background story for this character, he goes, or maybe she's some kind of clairvoyant who actually knew some secret woman from 1800, so she goes to the fucking library, and then there's the ghost lady in the wolf sweater who talks about ghosts, point blank asks the psychiatrist, do you believe in ghosts? He says no, and then proceeds to believe in ghosts immediately. It makes no sense. I didn't have a problem with that. Because people can change their minds about things. And and he provided that really awesome... I thought she had an That's awesome backstory. sloppy writing. When it you have a character to that. exist purely so that somebody can... The only reason he exists is so that Jessica Chastain can eventually read his notes. But and that discover didn't bother that, me. That's so contrived. That's awful writing. See, I, I agree with that, if but it didn't bother me. Oh, how can that not bother you? If something happens in a script only so that something else can happen, that sucks. That takes me out of the movie and it makes me mad. It's so lazy. These guys were creative enough that they could have come up with something so much smarter. You know, than if that. Yeah, I agree, they could have, and if they had, I probably would have thought more about the movie yeah. after leaving the theater because it didn't have any effect on me afterwards. Here's another problem with that. You said you like Mama's backstory, right? Yeah. Well, ultimately, Mama's backstory is a red herring and it's pointless. Because, what do you mean by red herring? Spoiler alert: We're going to get into spoiler territory here. So if you haven't seen Mama, which you know, whatever, here's the here's the problem. <laughs> The backstory of Mama is that she's an escaped mental patient who had a baby whose baby was taken away. She grabs the baby back and ends up jumping off a cliff, and her baby got caught on a branch, which is extremely unlikely. And so she's dead, but she doesn't know what happened to her baby. So she's been searching for her child forever. And when she finds these girls in the cabin after their dad has taken them there, she takes them in because she's wanted to fill that void in her ghost life by having these babies, right? Okay. Now, they establish the fact that the only way for the ghost to get dealt with is for them to right the wrong is to to figure out what the ghost is missing what the ghost is needing what's unfinished for this ghost and finish it for them so there's this whole long backstory and all this extra shit involving a dead baby in a box on a shelf (laughs) which is so silly they get the dead baby they bring it to mama mama sees the baby and you go okay this is kind of a a generic ending but okay at least they're following through on what they set up and then for no reason mama just goes eh fuck this dead baby i still want the girls for no reason. So what was the point of all that backstory if it ultimately had nothing to do with anything? If it didn't pay off even a tiny bit? Because it, it was creepy. It only happened so that you'd be like, oh, what a crazy twist. It wasn't a twist. It was stupid. I agree. It wasn't a twist. But I like that they gave Mama a backstory that she became more of a real character. She would have been scarier if they hadn't. 
and all these problems, like the psychiatrist problems wouldn't have been there. The the ant problem would still be there, but all the writing problems go away if you remove that backstory. It wasn't necessary. She's a ghost who tries to take care of kids. Why do you have to have a backstory? She's a ghost who wants to have these girls. That's enough. Oh, no, she became more of a character that way. You were saying that the short was better. Yes. The short gives you no information. All you know is his two girls, Mama is back, and the, mom, the Mama monster chases them. And you thought it was amazing. And yeah. you know nothing about anybody in there. You know, it's two sisters and a Mama ghost. Yeah. Doesn't need anything else. And that's why I, that's why I think the movie kind of fell did fall flat for me, because the short you showed me the short before anything, and the short was so good and so brilliant and so scary, and I think that seeing that built it up too much for me. Maybe I think that the things the short does well, the movie does well too, because the short's mostly visual, and like I said, I like the visuals of this movie. But it goes on a lot longer, and because of these problems with the subplots, an hour and 40 minute movie to me felt like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. It felt so much longer than it was, because ultimately so much of it didn't matter. It That's sounds true. like I didn't like this movie. I liked it better than you did. Yeah. <laughs> but those things really bothered me. The ending, I really did not like the ending at all, if that kind of killed it for me. I, yeah, I wouldn't have minded the ending, if not for the fact that nothing made sense. To me, a good horror movie is something that sticks with me after at least a few, at least, even if it's a shitty horror movie, even if a few scenes have disturbed me or bothered me or I have trouble sleeping that night, to me that makes it good. And I got none of that from this movie. I mean, I honestly don't get scared by movies or disturbed by movies very often, so that doesn't bother me at all. I, I just want it to be a good story, well made and well done, and it unfortunately was a bad story that was well done. So what do you give this movie out of 10? I give it a 5 out of 10. I ended up giving it a 6. But it should have been, and definitely could have been, an 8, because the technical aspects were so good. The short film, I give a 10 out of 10. I really loved the short film. It's very good, yeah. But yeah, no, Mama this looks was a... better in the short film. Mama looks very similar in the short film. No. Uh, yeah, so it was, you know, it was a little disappointing, and... One other thing I point out, the writers was Neil Cross and Andres Machete and Barbara Machete, and I, I, it kind of does feel like there was more than two writers. Like, the two writers wrote some, and then the other guy took a pass, because it feels, a lot of the plot feels kind of patched together, and, oh, it bugged me. The dialogue was okay. Just the plot was, like, shoddy. It was unworthy of such a well-made film. I would love to see his next film, but have somebody else write it. <laughs> Because, yeah, I was, uh, I was a little... I was bummed, because I was really looking forward to I it. I was a little disappointed, too, but I knew I, I knew I had built it up too much... You really did. ...for myself. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. But That's Jessica Chastain was very good. She's very good. I thought she was excellent. And I, I really enjoyed watching and it. And super hot. I've always thought she was pretty, but she was so hot in this movie. She's wearing... She was wearing the same shirt that I'm wearing right now. My well, fear, that's why, because you're hot, too. Fear in Las Vegas. Thanks for <laughs> turning it around. I just thought I should point that out. You said that the other guy was cute. I can't say Jessica Chastain was good looking. I didn't say that. You turned it around yourself quickly. Just saying. Anyway, she has my same shirt. She's like a tough rocker shirt. Yeah, she's wow. like the punk rock and what have you. Yeah, she's badass. She's cool. Key, So that was Mama, which was, yeah. So there you go. That's our takes. Smiley give it a six. Nicole give it a five. Yeah, so what are we watching next week, Joey? Next week is my pick again. OMG. OMG. I'm excited. 
Are you excited? Because whenever it's my pick, it's so exciting. Well, my pick this week uh, comes from a filmmaker named Ty West. Do you know who Ty West is, love? Do you really think I know who that is? Why would you even ask me that? Uh, Because I'm vamping for time while I bring up the IMDb page. You suck at improv. Improv is always saying yes and. But this is You're blocking. You're blocking. I say no to everything, Joey, that you say. Tell me about it. Uh, Anyway, Ty West is a director who has made such films. The the thing that turned me on to Ty West is he directed one of the shorts in my favorite film of the year last year, which was VHS. Oh, which one? Uh, He did um, the the second honeymoon, the best one in the movie. We should do VHS for this podcast. I talked about VHS so much on the film cast already. They're different podcasts. Whatever. I want to watch movies I haven't seen. Anyway, uh, Ty West, he also directed um, Cabin Fever 2 uh, and The Innkeepers. So what are we watching? It's called The House of the Devil. I was in, I was getting to it. Sorry. Oh, I got impatient. You did. You can't do that. It ruins the show. Anyway, it's called House of the Devil. Uh, it came out in 2009. Uh, it stars nobody that I recognize except for Greta Gerwig and Tom Noonan. But uh, I'm excited. It looks good. It's about a... Uh, college student who takes a babysitting job that coincides with an eclipse and realizes her client is harboring a terrifying secret. They plan to use her in a satanic ritual. Ooh. What? Yeah, so, and the, the, I love the poster for this movie because it looks kind of 70s to me. That's it right there. Well, we have the Oh, it does, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're going to be watching for next week. Uh, it's available on Blu-ray and I think it's on Netflix too, so... It's not in <laughs> subtitles. So. No, it's in English this time, and it's relatively recent. So Nicole doesn't have to whine and complain and moan. And I didn't complain last time, did I? You gave it a three. That's not complaining. That's just my opinion, man. I feel like you complained a lot. I may have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we ran short this week. Hey, uh, we're going to introduce a new segment here on the Bride of the Creature podcast called Would You Rather? Alright, this is going to be a weekly recurring segment where Nicole poses a would-you-rather question and I we will get back to you with our answers and you can respond to us uh, with your answers to the would-you-rather and we will discuss them on next week's show. I say that, but if we get no responses, it's going to be really embarrassing. So I'll just make up people. I'll be like, Fred said this. Because what if I say, oh, next week's show, and then next week no one has written in. I hope they do. Me too. So you can send an email... Oh boy, we haven't. Or got Twitter. A... Well, right? my Twitter. Yeah, for, we'll use my Twitter and email for this episode. But for next week, we'll have a, a Bride of the Creature Twitter feed and uh, email address. But you can send your emails to joeygrizecki at gmail dot com, or even better, tweet me at Colonel Two Sheds. C O L O N E L number two sheds. That's my Twitter. Or just go send it to flashfactorg. Flashfactorg. So, would you rather? Okay. Would you rather face zombies or vampires? Oh, that's interesting. I'm looking forward to hearing what. Uh, and we will say. get back to you with our answers next week. I Stay think we tuned. Should, I, wouldn't it make more sense for us to give ours now and then hear other people's responses next week? No, ours are surprises. Well, it'll be, it's going to be a surprise anyway because they don't know what we're going to think. No, next week. That's stupid. Okay. Well, I guess next week then you're going to hear uh, that. Okay, well then, uh, I, another short episode. The new movies are shorter. Shigoku, we did 35 minutes, love. Your picks, we you can't fill time. I'll, I'm going to surprise you with my next next pick. Do you know what it is? No. 
<laughs> You're gonna surprise yourself then. <laughs> All right. Well then, until next week, I am the creature Joey G, and I'm the bride Nicole G, and you are the audience, and I love you. Kissy, kissy. How could this woman ever decide? To wed this man